like maybe if it's request from both sides, so like the first or the first. Ah, what's good? Welcome. We are back again to the reroute podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. This is the second episode. Yeah, how does it feel to be back, though? Nah, bro. No lie, this shit feels nice. Yeah, and and I I feel like there's a lot of responsibility with all this from like post production, everything involved. It's a learning process, so yeah, you have to love it. Weird. Like, I thought like if you're doing a YouTube video or whatever yeah. after recording, it's uploading. It's but brah, you're mastering you're the whole production part of it. It's I just. I I think that's the same thing when we think that everything just happens like that, like it's a switch. But yeah. then when you actually get to know the processes, you actually get to know the hard work that needs to be put in for shit to come out nicely or for shit to even come out. It's work. So it, it yeah. re- it's really a process. Yeah, that's true, bro. So today we're back again with another one. Yeah. And this time around featuring my fucking toes, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to put them inside? Nah, that do you. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on FOMO. <laughs> I was coming from church. So <laughs> mind, mind the FOMO. Mm, these mm. are pretty toes, bro. Nah, so if yeah. any brand wants to endorse mm. this, this is like the size eight yellow bone yellow bone features it's okay it's yeah okay. bro yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get this shit started okay let's start the shit bro yeah. today today bro today. i hope you're you're ready to open up man like why are you making me open up like, i feel like the viewers are the ones that are supposed to be like thinking about this wherever they are but let's do this like, yeah bro let's do this because you open up they reflect on it they relate even them themselves they do the same shit. They get, get to it. force their other friends to open up. That's yeah. basically what you're saying. Even themselves to open up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So today, my guy. Yeah. We're talking about issues facing youth today, and with this one, mm. we keep on cutting into certain subtopics. Okay. 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 So I'm gonna be hitting you with something. So this is like youth-based theme type of shit. It's youth-based, but then mm. obviously they're gonna, they're gonna be some points where, by like, um, yeah, it's gonna be relatable to adults. Okay, you okay. get okay. it. Okay, now I can't forget my adult friends out there. Like, I I still need to save them. Save yes, the adults, you know. Yeah. Currently, the twenty viewers that are out there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Proper. sure there's an adult somewhere yeah, in the Proper. mix. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, we're starting. Yeah. Ready? Why does why does this feel like a what's do they call it Q and R type of shit? Cause I feel like you're coming in fast, but okay, <laughs> let's do this. Let's nah, do let's yeah. just make this a process. A process, like okay. natural. You get it? It's okay. It's okay. But before we get into it, yeah. personally, um, you, yeah, what you think is the are the main issues facing most youth nowadays uh, with our generation? For me personally, I feel like as youth, we are facing facely pressures from wherever we're coming from whichever household you're coming from i feel like there's always a pressure from wherever you're coming from i feel like as the youth we were not properly trained for relationships also yeah that's another thing that 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 we're constantly uh facing and constantly trying to discover how to tackle relationships i also feel like the youth uh there's a lot of addictions out there so that's another issue that we're facing what yeah. else um also i feel like one thing that's very dear to my heart to my heart is is the youth who are failing to relate to the to the older generation like there's a there's a intergenerational gap that's yeah. there 
and I feel like that's something that really needs to be addressed because there's a lot of friction coming from both sides. Yeah. Uh, adults yeah. are saying that the youth are like this. The youth are saying adults really don't matter or their opinion is not like uh, needed. But which is false because we are all together in this ship and we are going to be adults also in the future. And how do we want the youth to treat us when we are also adults? Yeah. So for me, that's like a major uh, issue. All right. You touched on certain topics there. Yeah. And those are amazing topics. Yeah. So let's bring it back to the first point you made is pressures. Yeah, pressures. But pressures, exactly what do you mean by that? Um, pressures from where? I feel like there are pressures that come educationally. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, there's a lot of demand that's there. Well, at least as the youth, you're also trying to find what area of specialties we actually are good at. Yeah. When we're trying to find out what we we actually can do the potential we have and sometimes yeah. you're not even good at one thing you still need to decide what's the best thing you can do with your potential because you don't want to be wasting time focusing on something that doesn't bring about results yeah uh, they are precious on family uh at the young youth that are still at school uh your grades have to have to be at a certain standard uh, yeah. that that's a lot of pressure for people that's that's a lot of sleepless nights when you're trying to 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 come above that pressure because yeah. always you pressure is always going to be there at the end of the day yeah. uh, but there are those that fall and there are those that rise yeah. yeah okay that's true and one thing about it is that as much as pressure is contributing to a larger problem for most people they don't understand that certain kind of pressures is necessary we get it because what i believe is that nothing good come comes easy need for pressure there's need for pressure results. but then it's like this mm. depends with how you manage your time okay you get it let's say i give you an exam let's start with education because yeah. you put the point on education that your results are supposed to uh, to be at a certain Same standard rate, yeah okay school is not for everyone that's the first thing okay. you get it but then that i'm not gonna make an exception and say but, but do you think school is not for everyone or in education the you are not supposed to get everything, but you're supposed to get the thing that can help you advance in life. Or school is literally not for everyone. Now, here's the thing. I was about to get, I was about to, get to that. Okay. School isn't for everyone, isn't it? But then, when we'll make an exception and say, it's not for you to do something else. We all know that there are some people who are successful without education. And education doesn't come from school, school only. It can be various factors in life. So fundamentally we all need that education yeah we all need it even if you don't like math you don't like what at least you need to get the basics exactly build your character to a point that you can be able to push effort in whatever that is up, up front of you yeah. because if you say math is not for me and then you abandon it that means that's more than you just did it's going to contribute to your character there are going to be other things other than math that are going to be that are going to be important in your life that you're just going to be like, ah, never mind. You get it. Yeah. So even the small things, math, yeah. whatever, yes. just put the effort. So by saying school is not for everyone, yes. if you're forced to go to school, yes. yes, you don't like it, but then put the effort. Okay. And not for your parents. But how do you put effort in something you don't like, though? You wait for, for, for you to find something you like or literally just continue wondering till... If there's one thing I've seen, this is for mostly young young adults or younger people, we never knew what we wanted to be in life up until later on. 
So just because you're in grade seven or form one or standard year, this is standard eight or something, just because in standard eight you don't like math doesn't mean when you're in university you won't want to do something that involves math. So that's why I'm saying that even if you don't like something early on, just put the effort because you never know how your taste is going to be later on because we grow up as people. Yes. Me personally, there was a time where I was like, I wanted to be a lawyer. Yes. Early on. Yeah. But then now, I'm more fascinated by engineering. Mm. So if I abandoned math a long time ago, I wasn't going to be able to be at the point that I am right now. Mm. You get uh, it. What do you think about the issue where, where school says you can either specialize on certain subjects or you have yeah. to do them all? Do people need to specialize on something early on or you're supposed to do everything so that you have a lot of uh, eggs in your basket? Okay. I think that concept is dumb and at the same time it's reasonable. Why I'm saying it's dumb? You can't force a person to specialize in a certain part and abandon the other things. Because even if I flanked certain subjects, maybe I aspire to be something that you forced me not to be. But then at the same time, it's smart because it recognizes your strength. You get it. Even if you want to be a scientist, but then the teachers can see that you're struggling in science. You're trying, but it's failing. We can't force you to be a biologist and do biology. Because we can mm. clearly see that you can't. Yeah. You get it. Mm. So, you have then, options. Yeah. But then for other people, mm. that's what I'm saying, it's dumb to some extent. Because mm. for other people, they might flank it at first. But then later on, they put the necessary effort and then they excel. Mm. I feel like also there are people that already know what they want to do since, since they're young. And they are pushing towards that. They're pushing their math because they know that they yeah. want to do engineering. And yeah, sometimes it would be bad to tell them to do other stuff that directly do not link to what they want to do. Yeah, that's true. But then if you tell people from an early age that be specialized in this because this is what you want. Mm. I'm sure for most of us, when we we're kids, we wanted to be soldiers. But then when you grow up, we changed our mind. Ah, I didn't want to be a soldier. <laughs> I didn't want to die like that. Yeah, But, then but there are no more wars though. Yeah, like Trump yeah. shouldn't have started this World War Three. We're not gonna going there. Don't <laughs> ask Africa for help. Don't try to get us involved in that shit. Start your own walls. Finish them there. Yeah. So basically, the whole concept, the whole idea of what what I'm trying to say is that when we're kids, with with this idea of what we want to be, but then as you grow up, it changes. So when you're a kid and you say you wanna be a doctor, and then they say, okay, specialize in this. What if what you wanna be changes? You get it. So they try to give you options. Do every subject. So that as you grow, as you find yourself, you think of what you want to be, look on that, and then at least you have the options because you've done all the subjects, rather than forcing you to be one thing when you're a child. Because people grow up, bro. My interests change. Interests change a lot, for yeah. real. Yes. So oh. I feel like it's dumb and smart to some extent. So let's yeah. say that is a pressure to decide what you want to do with your future. What then do you do? How do you decide the thing you want to do? Or you take the the idea of adapting everything, then deciding later on with how you're changing. Because you know when you're at a certain stage, whether in uh, Form 1, Grade 7, yeah. what you're thinking there is the right thing. Like, if you're thinking math doesn't matter, literally you don't care, even if people tell you that, no, you need yeah, math yeah, in yeah, the future, true. what then do you do? What do you say to that person that's saying, I don't need math, I don't need English, because I want to focus on this? Okay, one thing that I've seen from experience, because I've been a kid too, you will never force a person to concentrate in school. If they don't want, they don't want. If they hate math, 
the hate myth. The only person who can talk some sense into the person is that person only. You get it? Or their friends. Or just the influence from the people around them. So me, where I am right now, I can say, brass, concentrate on this because you can't hear me. You get it? But then you personally, as young as most people can be, try to be honest with yourself. If you're going to say, I hate meth, me all I want is soccer. What if that fails? Yeah, being you get it. You have yeah, a backup no, plan. Yes. No one's saying abandon soccer. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. But then just pursue both of them so that one thing can be the question to the other. You get it. And if you have education, at least for some people, you can expand your knowledge on ways, let's say financially or whatever. Education has many benefits, bro. You get it. Doesn't mean it's not about school, getting a job, but then your mindset to open up to some extent. Yeah. It's like even with English, how you're learning English in school, who would have known that we'd be using the same principle of English and all this grammar to do a podcast? It's so it's literally channeling yeah. whatever you got, wherever you got it, to whatever you want to do. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like it's stupid for you to say, I don't apply what I learned in school in life. Mm. It's because you're looking at it at a surface level. Mm. If you dive deeper into it, to some extent, they taught you to be entrepreneurship to some small extent because True. think about English, literature, yes. and all that. Yes. Now you're using this platform to talk to people. Th that's, that's because of English, what you learned. True. You get it. You even get a broader audience rather than limiting exactly. it to, to the normal language you Because we, we could have easily spoken in Shona. True. Easily. Yes. But then we chose to what? To get a universal language. So yeah. literally we are tapping in so that we broaden our audience, which yeah. is, yeah. So, sense. yeah. So you also mentioned, isn't education, Prussian education. Mm -hmm. And then also, I feel like there are a bunch of things that affect youth. And you touched on different things. And for example, let's say single parent households. We talk, talked about this last week, isn't it? Was it last week? Yeah. Well, last episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Check that out. When repeated. Go check the last episode out. Yeah. Subscribe, like, comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, but then, the subset, the, the, the reason why I'm going to mention that is because for some single parents, single parent households, the uh, nurturing part of it may be shitty. So, kids are forced, let's say like uh, you have a younger sibling. Yeah. But then, let's say you're raised by only your mother. Yes. And then your mother isn't doing that much of a great job. Mm. Now you're forced to grow up too fast. Hmm. You get it? Yeah. To I be a parent to that person. Mm. And that's going to put unnecessary pressure because for some people, they're still too young to take on that responsibility. Mm. Uh, uh, with the single mothers or single fathers yeah. even, I feel like the dynamics are, are different to, to how the single mothers are, are reacting to the pressures of even parenthood. Yeah. So sometimes... It, it affects the child. Sometimes they do it perfectly. The child yeah. doesn't even see the need of... Y y someone can yeah. never even understand. Oh, so I have a single mom. I, we get each other. She fills in the gap of my father. Yeah. It happens. But then sometimes also it's very bad. And g kids get affected because there's no... What's this? Mm, father, father figure. And what the father figure can do. And if a mother cannot fill in that gap, then the gap who is noticeable. The gap will be shown. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, that's true. But then, yeah, that's true. Because there's some teachings that each parent brings to the table, like for mothers and for fathers. But then for those who are unfortunate enough 
not to hear of both, it doesn't mean you just let it be. There are a bunch of sources out there that can teach you the aspects of life that you're going to be taught by your father. You can go on YouTube for those who have access to that knowledge, like internet and all that. YouTube, even us, bro, I mean, we can talk about it all day. If not, I'm sorry for that, but then, yeah, I mean, like, the other people can act as your father. Like, sometimes mothers do a great job, but then you can go to uncles only if they're not toxic. Don't just go to anybody because some people are taught bullshit out there. Uh, do you feel like there's a need to fill that gap of not having the other parent or you can do it on yourself without needing to fill in that gap? Um, I think if I say it's possible to fill that gap and maybe I might be lying because I don't have the experience. But then I feel like with whatever situation that you're, you're, that you're in, I believe with every situation it can be one parent is not the, or whatever aspect in life. There's always something you can do about, about it. You get it. It can be looking for something that's going to be meaningful to you. Let's say like, uh, for example, you don't have a father. Yes. And you're looking for that father figure. Yes. It doesn't mean that figure has to come from an actual person in real life. Like, yo, I'm going to be a father figure to mm. you. There are mentors out there. They can be digitally. It can Someone's be a life can be a, a, a father figure to you. Exactly. It doesn't mean like you have to be associating with you every single day. Okay. But then you want to learn the principles. That's the point of father figures. Yes. It's not like you want them to be like, do this, do that. Yes. But you want to learn the principle from them. Yes. On the mainly side. Okay. And that can be acquired in any kind of way. way. Even better than most fathers, okay. actual fathers. Uh, on the same point of, of the youth and how you know when you're growing up there's a certain point you can actually realize that uh i don't have my dad or i don't have my mom or, my yeah. or i'm an orphan and there's a certain way it affects that individual or that person to say yeah. ah, i my dad died my mom died or my my dad left my mom yeah uh, you need to be able to to articulate it to understand it and to get something from it to say that okay my father is not here my mom is not here so what am i gonna do how am yeah. i gonna turn this to a positive how am i gonna take this and build myself because yeah. at the end of the day we are all having experiences we are all gonna lose our parents at one point or they're yeah. gonna lose us that's unfortunate and, and that's pain but yeah. if you're not able to channel that pain if you're not able to channel seeing your mother being abusive or seeing your father being abusive to your mom then there's no lesson learned from it. There's no character being built from yeah. that. You need to be ready to to look at toxic shit and generate it to something positive. Yeah, because I won't lie to you, bro. Life is hard. Sure. Life is hard. Some people go through life in a shitty way. It can be losing parents. It can yes. be something else. Yes. But you're all related to it in a different way. Yes. And it affects us in a different, a different way. way. And if you lost a parent or you don't have one parent or whatever that you're going through, yes. one thing you're supposed to understand is that mm. despite whatever shit life throws at you, yes. it doesn't mean back down and just sit there and soak to yourself and stuff like that. Mm. It never brings you any happiness doing that. Yes, there's a time of mourning. There's a time of... Some, some, some shit is stressful, bro. I won't lie to you. It's overwhelming. But then just sitting there and just saying, oh, life is like this. Oh, 
it doesn't bring you any pleasure True. and it won't solve any problems. And True. nobody's just going to come to you and say, well, for some people, mm. and just say, oh, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to fix your life like this. Yeah, nah. No. For most of us, you have to fix life for your own. On your own terms. Exactly. And the only way to do that is mm. by recognizing that me sitting down all day crying isn't going to help. Help in situation. Exactly. If it's losing parents, mm. that is going to be hard. Like, that is hard. But then try by all means to reach out the Get it help. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, bro, but then something. With the same way that you're saying that you need to find happiness in your own life. Yeah. Yes, you've lost parents. Yes, it's painful. Yes, it's going to be painful so for some time. We can't tell you when the pain is going to go away. We can't calculate how your feelings are going to be. But at the end of the day, your happiness is in your life. Your sadness is in your life. Yeah. So it's either you're going to take it and you're going to make your life shitty or you're going to take it and you're going to grasp something that's positive from it. Yeah, that's true, because you can't just dwell in, dwell in sorrow. Yeah. Yeah, and I know life is hard, bro. I'm going to keep repeating this. Mm. Life is shit. shit. You get it. Yes. But then you define it. Mm. You're in control of your life. You're the pilot. You okay. get it. Yeah. So that you crash or you fly. Or you fly. Then like safely. Yeah. You get it. So despite whatever happens, mm. you have control over the situation of your life. Mm. How you react to certain things. That's why. So this could be seen as pressure of being a youth in an unstable household, or be, or in, or being in an unconventional household. Yeah, it can be a household or just environment. Or just it, environment. And even brings back, to, like, introduces the topic, yes. like, or the question I want to ask you. Yes. Um, have you ever, have you ever been bullied? Have I, have I ever been bullied since you were born, like through oh, life? Yes, I've been bullied. I've bullied. Yeah, I I I I, <laughs> I I I know that bullying is not actually beating people, especially these days. There's so yeah. much emotional bullying going on. There's so much trolling going on that yeah, yeah. I've been bullied. All right, let's start with being bullied. Mm. How was your experience? I I felt like people need to pick on someone to feel to feel bigger. Or when I was yeah. actually picking on people, I felt like it was my own securities, insecurities that were making me feel like I really need to say something negative. Yeah. But then like there was a point of realization was like if if my words can have so much impact while I'm saying this negative thing, what more if I was saying something that's positive? What more if I was saying something that could actually build someone? Or and um since at first you were first bullied, then you started bullying, isn't it? I can say it's really bullying, but it's like it's, it's some emotional. Sort of it's some sort of bullying. Like yeah, but yeah. bullying can be even emotional. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what made the transition from being bullied to being to bullying? To being, a, I I went to boarding school. I was changing schools a lot. Uh, yeah. When I was in high school, so literally, I think when I was coming from being bullied, then I changed schools. I took it like a time to say, okay, let me reinvent myself. Let me just climb up the food ladder and try to maintain it. Yeah. Which which initialized, like, yeah, I managed to get there. Maybe I'm, I did manage to get there. But then, like, I, I abused it in a way where now I start looking at people thinking, like, ah, if this guy comes from this certain background, then he's not worthy or some shit like yeah. that. And in turn, it was insecurities of myself coming coming from... Manifesting a, to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, actually me not coming from a proper background and now yeah. trying to front and look like I'm okay. Yeah. Mm. And then what? how did it end? How did okay first, 
the process of being the bully, mm. how was it like? Was it what you thought it was going to be? Nah, I, I, I feel like sometimes I, I was being a bully without even knowing. Sometimes we say hateful words without knowing how the, how the person you're saying it to is going to take it. You think it's just a joke. You think it's just a statement. But literally, you just said something that's hateful to someone. Yeah. Like, your consciousness needs to recognize that the words I'm going to bring out of my mouth are going to have an impact on something on someone like that if you yeah. if you can't recognize that you're going to be saying a lot of words that are foul to people yeah mm. yeah that's true because bro with bullying can come in different forms like for example me growing up at first as i got to see bullying when it was physical before this physical whole social bullying. media yeah. yeah and most of those are put in schools and mm. growing up I, I didn't grow up in suburbs so it was yeah middle class you get it yeah. so you see a lot of shit. And I feel like to some extent, physical bullying at that time, not justifying it, was somehow better compared to emotional bullying now. Yeah, some people say that, yeah. Bro, there's power in words. There's so much power and in words. And people don't recognize it. Some people can say it intentionally, like, whatever they say. And sometimes it can be in a joking way, like, we never recognize when you're bullying other people. Yes. Like, we'll be joking, then I say, ah, you have a big head, in yeah, a weird way. Yeah. People Bra- used to say I have big ears, like, you know, <laughs> I, I used to get that a lot when I was in primary. Yeah. So I, I, in the, at that time, I was like, I, it was still like touching my feelings. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I get that. Yeah. So with words, bro, like, they stick, even if you think they don't. There's almost people now, you can say, I have a stupid hairline. Then afterwards, the person's wearing caps every day. Yeah. And then you don't know why that person wears caps or, but then literally it's what you say to him. Exactly. Mm. So I feel like with bullying, it's a, it's a very sensitive topic because with some people, it can be as light as you, as you said, and mm. as you said it, and but then some people, bro, it drives them to suicide mm. and to extreme length. Yeah. You get it because of just simple words that somebody said. Mm. It can be deep, it can be simple, and the bullying doesn't mean it comes from peers at school, yes, it can be from work or your parents, yes, or, or it can yeah. be from anywhere because there's some situations where, like, even parents tell their children, I was shut, yeah, meaning you're ugly, yeah. You get it. Mm. Even so, this interview was it on Vlad TV. Yeah. Of this guy, um, was saying he doesn't want to have um, he doesn't want to have a child with a black woman because he's already black enough. Mm. Like when he was growing up, I mean, but I think his those are those are insecurities of yourself being black, and now you want to push that to a, to a whole other person to say I don't want to have a black kid because I'm black. That's sad though. Yeah, because I mean, it's one thing getting bullied by your peers at school and there's another thing being told you're stupid and you're ugly by your own parents yeah there's another thing of actually bullying yourself emotionally bullying yourself if if you are black if you are yellow if you are white there's so much power in diversity there's so much power in being different there's so much power in your own skin tone there's so much power in the way you talk yourself there's no need to try to run away and try to align yourself with another group because that same group that's light is also going through its own issues trying to come back to being black black people are also going through their own issues so there's no need to jump ship or to to try to make it seem like your own type is not the type you like yeah okay that's a, that's a stupid idea mm. and and bruh, there's so much shit that is involved with that like they say like a you 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 are you are your own worst critic Exactly. Meaning, what you see on the mirror, you, you see the most flaws. Yeah. Like, yo, bruh, 
even a tiny, just stupid pimple before it even comes out. A pimple. Just see it. Eee, eee, eee. Imagine, imagine the, the pressure of pimples in when you're a teenage. Yo, 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 yo. Bruh, like you feel like you're nothing. You feel like you're nothing. And that whole thing contributes to your self-confidence and your self-esteem just goes crashing down. It crashes down. I, especially when, wa- when you're wondering, so do people notice all these pimples? Do people notice all these black spots? Then you're like, shit. If you become obsessed this. over it, beauty yeah. products and stuff I like sh- that. No saying you shouldn't use beauty pro- products. Yeah. I mean, you should... The main point for using those things is self-love. Mm. You get it? On, okay, I'm going to translate this afterwards. Okay. In the village called Zitandi. Zitande. I mean, love yourself. Oh, Zitande. Yeah. Okay. If you love yourself, yes. you care about the way you look, yes. the way you present yourself, yes. the way you dress, yes. the way, just your character in, in the whole, you get it. Yes. So, I feel like... Zitande. Yeah, Zitande. Okay. Or Zingani. Zingani. Okay. Yeah. So, bra, it's like, yes, the, we should say like, we are, all, we are all, our own worst critic. We bully ourselves every day. But then... If you do that, mm. if you have, don't have confidence in yourself, yes. anybody can see it you know, if you're walking outside. Yes. And everyone can sense it. You get it. And the best thing you can do, you might have pimples, you mm. might have spots, and this is going to sound dumb if I say it, mm. but if you're cute, you're cute, bruh. Mm. You know what I feel? I feel like even if you're dark, light, with pimples or whatever, if someone is going to be attracted to you or with all that stuff that that's context that's that that's that substance in that love to say a person can love you when you're fat a person can love you when you're skinny a person can love you when you're dark a person can love you when you're like that substance is say you need to find the people that love you when you're at your worst yeah you need to know how to treat people when you're at your best that's exactly it yeah and another thing is that um yeah nobody's ugly it's like Beauty is not a it's in the eyes universe. of the beholder. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's that, and yes. it's not an universal thing. But like, are you ugly or whatever? Mm. It's like the cuteness or the handsomeness of a person mm. varies from person to person. True, you get it. Mm. I may say you are ugly, mm. but another person may see you as cute, like yes. hot. Yes. So don't don't have that perception that ah, according to the standard, I'm don't ugly. Don't be subjected no. to one constant critique or whatever perspective a person might push. And that's going to come to this issue um, Mm. because it also contributes to a lot of things. It can be depression, pressure, or bullying sometimes. Yes. And thus obesity. Mm. Um, It's going to be controversial. It's going to be a touchy topic. But then do you think is a thing that we're supposed to accept in society and normalize it. What? Being obese or overweight. Being overweight, um, we, we, uh, we all cannot be going through the same, same challenges. We, there are people that are comfortable with their weight size. Yeah, they, they have food to buy that. They have money to buy the food to get them fed. If you wanna, if you wanna work out and trim and remove that fat, that's work for you. That's 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 on your own level. If you wanna maintain that weight, it's on you. That's how I feel. Like yeah. literally, it's on you. Cause what do we say then to people that are skinny? What do we say then to people that are dark? Cause someone is yeah. gonna say, is it an issue also? But then there's the argument. Mm. Um, being dark and being fat yeah. are two different things. Cause True. being dark, 
you can't control that. Yes. Being fat, you can for some people. Because mm. what I believe is that yes. there's some people who are overweight, yes, or obese, yes, because of chronic issues, yes, medical issues, yes. That you can put aside because yes. there's an exception. Yes. There's nothing they can do about it. Then there are people who are choosingly obese or overweight because they eat a lot. Mm, the key word for me there is choosing. If you chose that for yourself, how is it affecting you? Are you comfortable with the choices you've made to yeah. be obese? If you are not, work on it. If you are comfortable with it, who are we to tell you to, to, to trim it out? Yeah. For me. I don't know you. Um, I'm, I, I, that, that's true. I mean, it's not anybody's place to tell you, mm. ah, don't be fat. Or, okay, I know fat is a bad word, but then, mm. yeah, don't be like that and stuff like that. But then, since we're here, in the setting, yes, but sharing the truth, we're helping <laughs> people out, isn't it? Yeah. If you're not facing some chronic issues and all that, I mean, even if you're content with yourself with the way you are, mm. we just say Zitani, self-love. Mm. You know personally that, I'm going to say this in the nicest way mm. so that I put to everyone. Mm. I don't sound judgy or anything like that. You're supposed to take care of yourself. And you know that if you're at that state, it's not ideal or healthy for you. You mm. get it? Yeah, I and get it has some serious health implications or complications. True. True. High blood pressure and all those things, stroke, heart attack, all that thing. So, as much as you're comfortable with it, and as much as media is, is pushing this idea of saying, um, all this concept of being overweight and all that, it's mm. okay, plus size people and stuff like that. Yes. What I can say is that you are you're the only one who knows yourself. Yes. Be honest with yourself. You know the implications that these things have, and you know how deadly it can be. And part of the road to improvement, mm. it doesn't mean so that your family issues and all that. It can be you personally. It mm. starts with you. Okay. Have a healthy living. Not, in, not saying that me, I'm the healthiest pe person out there, but mm. then start somewhere. Mm. Take uh, a jog. It's, it's, I don't yeah. know. It's what I'm going to say from that, because yeah, I've seen a lot of uh, people, my own friends or actual relatives that were that were a bit obese or some shit like that, they tend to now shy, shy away from the community or just stay at home, eat your stuff, avoid the public, which is because of, of certain ways we've portrayed, we've portrayed obese people. Yes, they need to get healthy. Yes, they need to get on that treadmill and push whatever they're pushing, but it's their life, it's, their, it's, it's, it's whatever decision that they food, because if they can afford that food, for me, they need to do it. Yeah, if they can afford the food, that's true. Mm. But then just because you can afford something doesn't mean you have to misuse it. True. Yeah, and also comes to other people. Because just because you're obese or anything like that, and as much as you need to hit the gym or just exercise, that doesn't be give anybody the right, the right to, shame. to shame you. Yeah, you yeah. get it. So we're agreeing. Me okay. being me, you being you. Yes. We shouldn't it's, it's okay. conflict. You yeah, get it? It's yeah. Okay. So not I'm not saying that mm. there's gonna be a road to people to bully you or yes. other people to bully you. Yes. Nobody has the right. Yeah. True. Do you? I do me. Yes. But then you on your own. Evaluate know yourself, yourself. Evaluate yourself. You get it. Perfect. Value yourself and know Perfect. the things that are healthy for you. Perfect. Things that are beneficial for you. Perfect. You get it. So even that's that's a whole pressure on its own. Pressure of being obese 
deciding what to do should i go to the gym should i not go to the gym should i just like stay away from people first of all in whatever situation you're going through in whatever in whatever body you are in feel comfortable in it speak to your body speak to your soul speak to whatever cloth you are wearing then if there's need for change you are changing it from a place of love not a place of resentment or a place of hatred from your own body you need to first be comfortable in that then make changes from that yeah that's true and um staying away from people doesn't solve the issue because the issue isn't i want people to accept me the issue is you need to be healthy yes so even if you stay away from them the actual issue that is there will still you stay there like it won't go anywhere up until you work on yourself you working on yourself you're not doing it for anybody else mm. you're not doing it to please anybody or your boyfriend or whatever that's not the point what if you it's your it? boyfriend who's telling you to go to the gym depends how how is saying it not how he's saying it yes wh- how he's saying is how he is saying it mm. contributes and mm. but then where is it coming from saying this mm. is it out of a place of love mm. or just bullying you or criticizing you you get it yes but then overall yes the main point is hit the gym we all know that yeah it means pride for me the main point is hit the gym whenever you're ready but then when is that gonna be because i feel like whenever you feel like it's now too much whenever you feel like you want to change because it's up to you because if someone goes to 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 the gym because of a pressure from a from family from from a podcast from from peers that work you're going to put in i would rather have you put in that work coming from yourself rather than coming from the society yeah. but also it's pressure coming from people that can make you want to change your weight that's true and but then yeah, that's true, but then that can be argued because if you think about it, we're not the ones who are in control of time. If you're going to tell yourself that I'm going to wait up until I'm ready, mm. for some people that can be forever. forever yeah. Some people can be lazy. Yeah, it can so get worse and worse and worse. And the situation with, with their health can get worse by the day. Mm. And by the time they decide that, okay, I want to hit the gym, it can be too late. Mm. So sometimes it doesn't mean like wait up until you feel ready yourself, yes. but then force yourself can be from because of the pressure from family or whatever. Yes. But it's for the best. This is not something that's supposed to be comfortable. This is not something you're supposed to be comfortable with. Yes. Because it is an impact on your life, bro. You get it? True. And like I said, we don't have control over time. Mm. And you might say, uh, I'll go one, I'll yes. go tomorrow. Yes. But then maybe tomorrow won't be there. Mm. Just because of one day you skip. So the future is not guaranteed. Exactly. The best time to do something is now. the present time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as much as hard as it can be gym is annoying obviously no one likes the idea of exercising but then also part of it hitting the gym forcing yourself also contributes and boosts your character for whatever things that will, that will come later on in life because mm-hmm. with things but you you train yourself with small things for example yes. uh if you watch this thing about they say that if you're not train your character or your personality whatever it can be mm. and let's say if i say can you grab me that cup or you want to drink water, but that cup is over there. Yes. Then your mind is saying, ah, it's far, bro. Let me just chill. Just force yourself to go there. Mm. It's a small thing, but, but then the contribution is greater because gonna be t- there's going to be a time where like, you're supposed to do a podcast, yeah. but then you're feeling lazy. lazy. But then now you have that will and that strength. That's all me. Just <laughs> go into yeah, it. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. yeah. Get it. So it doesn't mean like for you to change, mm. there should be a big re- revelation like, Ah, whatever. But it starts with something small. True. Like going to the gym. Mm. 
every day. Mm. Or have some day off, but then every yeah. day have a certain diet and all that. Okay, now that's dope. That's dope. To anybody out there who's watching, who's feeling like uh, they're they're not comfortable in their bodies, they're not comfortable in whatever is happening there. Just know that this is your body. This is your temple. Make yeah. it m- make it holy for yourself in whatever way you feel can make it holy. Yeah, that's true. Cause. I mean, if you're going to say, eh, people are busy criticizing me, people mm. are not nice. No lie. People are not nice. People are out there to save themselves. Yeah, the world Most is of rough. them. The world is so rough. Yeah, so the best thing you can do is do things for you. And even if I say you're fed in an ugly way, mm. out, of, out of a place of hate, mm. try to filter that and think of the fact that I said you're fed. It means do something about it. Like, you should learn what to take from critics. You should learn exactly. what to take from from whatever feedback you're getting. True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And um now that we said that one of the contributions of most people who gain weight and all that and mm. other people other impl- implications as well. Yes. Drug abuse, Yo. alcohol, yes, all the nice stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it can that that depression and that sadness can lead you to other things of which that same energy you're putting in whatever you're, you're going to tend to is the same energy you could be putting into changing yourself. But yeah. it also takes, you need to take it from within. You need to find the energy to seek that, to say whatever route I'm going to decide, I need to commit to that. And if it's change, you commit to change, you see results. Yeah, but then let's start with alcohol. Do you think alcohol is bad though? Mm, I, think, I think the effects of alcohol are truly bad ah that's what i think personally yeah. the effects of alcohol have yeah. of course it makes you free it makes you feel open it makes you feel yeah. alive and all that but we've seen alcohol with accidents we've seen alcohol with abuse we've seen alcohol with uh, behavior change yeah some people need to get confident just by having a glass of wine some yeah. people need to beat up their wives because they are drunk. Some people have yeah. landed their cars in robots just because they were drunk. Yeah. So the effects, but if you can control those effects, if you are able to stabilize whatever you're doing so that it, it's just you chilling, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But if, you, if the effects of alcohol make you want to fight, then I think alcohol is a problem in that context. Yeah. So what you're suggesting is that it will be better if a person stops drinking alcohol. It would be better if, if you are just you in your body doing whatever you are doing. It would be better if you are fighting as a person. Then you know you need to change that as your own behavior. You don't need to look at saying, so I've got an alcohol issue. I've got a fighting issue. It, it's, it's, it's too much stuff. You need to work. If you can, please do. Leave alcohol. Yes. Yeah, that's true. But then one thing I'll, I'll say is that, yes, alcohol is bad, but then let's not make an excuse for certain behaviors. For example, mm. there's fighting. I'd be damned if a person says, I fought you because I was drunk. That's but stupid. Now, it's a thing. It's, it's a thing. Most people, let's say I have a beef with you. Yes. And we are sober right now. Yes. I have a beef with you. When we get drunk, I'll use alcohol as, as an excuse Excuse. because I'm not confident enough to come to your face. But there are people that literally fight just because they're drunk. Because when they're not drunk, they are, when they're sober, literally they're just quiet. They're in their corner. Once they start drinking, they're they they are, they are activated to a whole other level. Here's the thing. It's not because they're drunk. They're using alcohol as in the fact that they're drunk is, the, is an excuse. Some people even say, when I get drunk, and fuck him up. 
Meaning that even before you were drunk, you wanted to fuck him up, yes. but you were scared. You were scared, okay. And then that you're drunk, mm-hmm. you're not us- using it as an excuse. But Be- but that's what that's also what we're saying that alcohol is literally being used as an excuse to start things that you wouldn't have started if you were not drunk. Yeah, mm. exactly. So I feel like to some extent alcohol may not be the problem, and mm. but then the people you associate with, because if you're gonna drink alcohol, and mm. don't just Okay, this is gonna be like big brother to small brother or to bigger brother. Mm. If you're gonna drink alcohol, alcohol is too much of a sensitive thing such that you don't have to take it in the presence of people you're not close to. Yes. People you not you don't share that much of a relationship you're with. Not comfortable with. Exactly. Because when you're drunk, that's when all these fights happen. Mm. Because I don't like you like that. You get it. I beef you through from way back or from yesterday. Yes. You get it. But then we drink together. What you expect out of that situation? Okay. Instead, if you're gonna drink, yes. be with people you know that you're gonna, they're gonna take care of you. Okay. They're gonna make sure that your safety is a priority. Okay. You get it. Don't just drink with any everybody. everybody. Like ah, okay. getting lit. That, that's also the the issue with the youth and with with drinking and everything. To say that uh, you need to be people are different. There are so many different youths out there. There are so many youths that do different things when they are drunk. And you'd be surprised to find your friend starting to fight and you didn't even know that it was a fight. But it's just... Yeah. So you need to know the people you're drinking with. So many people have been raped when they were drunk. So many people have had their drinks spiked. So many people have gotten themselves in, in awkward situations, in, in horrible situations, just because they were, they were in a crowd that was literally just drunk so you need to know the people you're surrounding yourself with you need to know what what you're doing yeah and um for some people you can you can argue and say ah oh, but they will be having fun hey my brothers listen alcohol is fake you know the way if you are drunk i will tell you that i love you but i don't know you mm. are you my brother i, say, I, I love you, you. but the next day when you're sober i won't even fucking talk to you you won't even ebb. you get it <laughs> yeah so don't mistake the love that people give you when they're drunk when they're sober okay you get it because they're two different things just because we're chilling yesterday when we're drunk doesn't mean we're actual friends what do you say then to those relationships that are only based on alcohol or that are just based on people linking up just to have fun common are those real relationships no common facts are they alcohol yeah put alcohol aside there's nothing but they say just alcohol drinking brings joy though like i said brings alcohol is together. fake yeah alcohol is fake, fake. depends on the crowd you drink with mm. if it's actual your actual friends mm. yes you're going to chill, interact, and all that. Yes. Depends with the limit. You okay. get it. Alcohol is limits. Mm. With everything that you take, you have a limit. Respect okay. it. You get it. Respect it. But okay. then for random people, we can chill. We do not, they say we do know each other. Yes. We can chill. We drink. We have fun. But then it's not real. That's mm. the that's, that's sad truth. It's not real. Strangers hugging each other just because they had a certain function. Just Bruh, I'll tell you. People mm. tell you, they're like, I love you, XC. I've been seeing you around. What's your name? Mm. Ah, I love you, XC. That's really and You scary. think it's good vibes. That's really But scary then though. it's fake. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I'm that. just drunk. That's not cool. That's not cool. Yeah, so don't take those relationships and personalize them and think that I that's your life out there. Those are your people. They are not. I've seen ladies or girls or even guys that just get in a car and go wherever the vibe is. But literally, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable situation. You're putting yourself in, in unknown situations. Because you're just jumping in for the sake of going to catch a Where's a the after glass. party? Well, yeah. Y- people have been left without transport to go back home. People have been forced to, to walk back home. You, n- you need to be clever about what you're doing. You need to be clever yeah. about social events you're going to. You need to be aware of the consequences of, of whatever 
drink you're taking in. Yeah, that's true. Because most people, like, they just jam into those things because, like I said, they have this idea that these are my people. Mm. This is where they, that's where, this is lead. That's the life and all that. Mm. But, uh, that, like I said, it paints a facade that you think this life that you're living is proper, but mm. then it's not. Because right. the next day you're sober, nobody's going to call you line. Mm. You go to that party, that after party, it gets mm. lit. The next day, nobody's gonna call you like, yo, fam, oh, how are you? Do you have food in the fridge? Do you have water? Bruh, uh, some people literally buy you alcohol <laughs> with drink, but then nobody gives a shit, shit. If, your fridge is, if your fridge is full. Mm. I think I think what we can take from that also is to reevaluate our, our, our social groups, reevaluate the people you're doing things with. Are, are they doing it for the sake of you? Do they love you in that situation? Or yeah. they just need an extra person or they just need people to... Because this is literally your life. Like like Elvis was saying that tomorrow it could just not be there. What do you want to say? Do you want to say that you lived a life where you were surrounded by people who cared for you? Or that you surrounded yourself with people you cared for? Or literally you were just around strangers that you didn't even know? Yeah, and um, yeah, that's true. So... Basically, yeah, evaluate your life, bro. Like, put alcohol aside. Put the vibes, like, the whole party scene aside. Mm. The people that are in your life, mm. are they even there? Are they your friends? Mm. Alcohol aside, drugs aside, and all that aside. Are they your friends? Are they there for you? Yes. When you're hungry, is, is, they, is that person the person you're going to call, call and say, yo, bro, it's, it's rough out here? Mm. And they'll pull through for you mm. without complaining. Mm. If not, that means, ah, that's a drinking buddy. That's not your friend, bro. You, you, ca- not. you can't have your whole contact list with people that you can't even call when you're in times of need. You can't even have a whole contact list without five people you can even update to say, I'm going through this difficult stuff. Yeah, you, you need to have a contact list. You need to have a social group that's there, that's just caring, loving. That's how you change your whole behavior because you're around people that know how to give that know how to give out love, that yeah. know how to give out whatever it is. That's how you tap into it. Yeah, because most people out there, the only people that, that the only people they associate with or people that you think are your friends, mm. so that alcohol, drugs, or blessers, or sugar mummies, mm. all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I like that one. What do we say to ladies that are under pressure to date blessers, to date, to date people with money just because they don't have it? Is it are, are we supposed to say it's not a good thing just because just cause we're not the ones with the money or is there a situation and they're just trying to make, they're just trying to survive? Um, okay, with this one, I'm going to be maybe biased, but then I'm going to be honest. Yes. I don't think there's going to be ever a situation that's going to justify you selling your body. The same you can say it's not prostitution, but then you're sleeping in the place uh, in intend to get but then what do i do if i don't have rent money if i don't have money for groceries should i just sit and fall under the pressures of poverty when i have a sexy body when i have uh, <laughs> when when i have someone buzzing me up on my line who can give me money what then do i do um if we were to put life like that most people would be prostitutes mm. there's a reason why most people out there have actual jobs they have other ways of getting money mm. you get it mm. i feel like using places you're trying to get the easy way out as much as life can be hard and getting a job may be hard, yes. don't have that much of an ex- self-esteem such that you're going to say, ah, I'm too bougie to sell tomatoes. Yeah. That's why you're going to have a pleasure because you think you're slick. You've already set a standard for yourself. Exactly. That's going to make you fail. Standard of failure. Yeah, don't set a standard when you 
already have not, don't have anything. Why are you sitting and standing? Yeah, you, yeah you exactly. It. You don't have anything or whatever you have. Y- you you are literally supposed to see that as a beginning point to get you somewhere. Yeah, because no life, right? I understand that for some people, life can be hard. Like, life is shit for other people. Mm. We get it. But then, you're just using shit quotes here. Like, mm. if you see yourself blesser, prostitution, whatever. Stealing, even for guys. Stealing, stealing whatnot. Marking other people. Mm. That's not the way out. Trust me. That's never the way that's out. That's never the way on out. I've, I've seen, it, it normally happens on off days because we always get like, people that are talking to us that need advice that say that one day I was just cracking because I thought how my body count, I've looked at how many people that I've actually had to engage with and <laughs> they, that pain just comes crashing down. And to, to a girl that's out there that hasn't started yet, think about it twice, think about it thrice of whatever you're going to do. Is that a decision that after you have a child that's also a lady or mm. a girl, you're going you're gonna to feel proud of yourself as a mother or a lady or that's a decision that's going to make you feel like you wasted yourself or evaluate yourself. And if you're going to feel good about it and you feel like that's the way to do it, and in, in one year, in two years time, three years, ten years time, you look back at it as a good experience for yourself, do it. But if you're a human like I think we all are, if you have feelings, if you, if you go through emotions that make you feel like you're trembling, don't yeah. do it. Yeah, now, one way to evaluate whatever you're doing isn't, mm. just imagine you're the daughter. Yes. If your daughter did the same thing as you're doing, yes. would you be proud of it? <laughs> that one is deep. So if, if you won't be, that means... What you're doing is shit. If, you, if, if you're going to be proud of it, mm. ah, you need, you need a therapist. Honestly. Because it doesn't matter how, how hard life can be. There's mm. some things that you shouldn't sell yourself short of. You get it. Because this is your life. Yes. With, you say blessers. Let's start with blessers. Mm. What you think is going to be the end goal? What mm. you think is going to be the, the end, end goal? goal. Me this being rich. House. Car. Dubai. What's the point of being rich Cut when you're not car. happy? And you can say, hey, I'm happy, but then you're going to get sick. Mm. You're gonna, I mean, there are a lot of implications. You can get killed, mm. isn't mm. If it? If, if you mug people, what you think is going to be the end goal? Mm. You get I'm it. I'm being told our time is almost up, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. And um, just to sum this up, um, mm. just one last question. Mm. <laughs> you mentioned something about body count. Mm. Does it matter to you? Body count? Yeah. I think... Um, the behavior associated w- associated with body count is very important. Yeah. How how you did it? Because if you were in ten relationships and you really felt like that person was the one, I I feel like it it ah, it's, it's <laughs> tricky. It's tricky. But I feel like in a way I I am not there to judge. But yeah. how the heck did you get there? How the heck are you feeling now that you got there? What are you getting me into? That that would be a question that that would be very important for me. What about people who would answer that question and say, "I'm just sexually liberated. I don't feel like I don't feel the need of having one body count. If a man can do it, I can do it." Then I'm saying, "Good for you. Continue with your liberation, and may you find happiness in it." Because sometimes guys can also do the same thing. That's very true. Guys, yeah. guys have a lot of body counts and no one goes to them asking them that question so in that context yes i feel like that's good for you girl keep on doing that but also i feel like we have to be real we have to be realistic 
with the with the implications of our choices with the implications of of having multiple sexual partners with the implications of actually being sexually active usually yeah. it's always at the negative because you're the one who's left with uh, I'm, I'm not grouping shit but the more sexual partners you have the more chances you have to contact STDs, to contact AIDS, the more chances you have of having un unplanned pregnancies, which are effects you need to look at as a person. Yeah. And like you said, not justifying guys having high body counts. Even for them, some extent it's, it's shitty because they're increasing the risk of certain shit isn't. But then, um, you know what? This is gonna be the f next week, we'll talk about this. Okay. Body counts. Um, HIV infections, all that stuff, okay. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, it's about time we close the shit. Okay. Uh, okay, like, subscribe, whatever. We're going to continue on this topic because it's very broad. It's very introspective. I like it. I, I feel like we need, as, as individuals, we really need to always be self-evaluating. Are, we, are yeah. we happy with the stage we are at in life? Are we happy with the choices we're making today? Are we comfortable with the effects of whatever we are doing? That's the only way we are going to reroute and change to, to hopefully better behavior. So thank you. Yeah, and um, until next time, isn't it? Yeah. And take time to evaluate yourself. Today, even tomorrow, just sit down, think about your life, note the mistakes you've made, the way yeah, you're going like to improve your life. To heck with the mistakes. Today, yeah. at present, we're moving on. We move. Yeah. Yeah, so it's your boy, AlvisFrancis.m, Instagram. Ah, reroute podcast. Let's do this. Peace. Thank you. Ah, I'm fucking pressed. Uh, yeah. Intro for the podcast. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, just make it just. It just plays. So we do random stuff. So it doesn't become too, too formal. Oh, man. How have you been this weekend, though? Ah, I've been like a... I've been proper, bro. Yeah, yeah I've been, been proper. Like yeah, it's been mm. short, bro. Yeah, like, I, I got a chance to... We got the chance to upload the first podcast. So I've been liking the feedback. Uh, you yeah. know, there's, there's a lot of stuff to improve. So, yeah. That shit is nice. We're back again today. Putting in the work. It's, it's a learning process for everyone. Yeah, definitely. And uploading the video was such an amazing time, bro. Hey. Like, even rewatching it afterwards, like... An amazing challenge, like so difficult and shit like that. Sure, bro. Like the process of editing and all that stuff, yeah. even uploading was sure. Because mm. it took us time to upload it. Sure. Starstruck. Yeah, and bro, you should check it out. It's a, ni it's a nice episode. Yeah. Nice humble beginnings. Bro. Humble beginnings. But exactly. Yeah, we're here today. We're about to kick it up. Uh, I don't know what we're going to be talking about today because my nigga's on the line. So <laughs> what's, what's good today? Today, your boy. What's good today? What's good today? Ah, bro. Today. That pink, what color is that though? Uh, it's pink, mm. white. You are, you are the, like, what, what do they say? Real men wear pink? Bruh, pink is a nice color. If anybody's going to tell you, that pink don't wear this as feminine, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You are your own you person. You be the caring type of people in society. Because they say color actually represents ta some type of behavior in people. Yeah, I, I believe your color represents your attitude, your personality. Mm. So if you think pink is nice for, nice for you. Yes. Rocket. If you think Do you look cute thing. in it, bruh. Mm. Wait. Try all the colors. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and Try me today, pink. Yeah. You see me? Yeah. I know I'm looking nice, bruh. Yeah, you're looking nice, though. Like, like, take that shit. Take that shit. It's yeah, bruh. Nah, no, they, like, okay. <laughs> We're getting into another.